Wow. Well, the worship team wrecked my makeup already. Oh, my word. Um, I am so overwhelmed and so honored. And I have been, when Ron asked me if I wanted to do that this year, I just said, oh, my gosh, my heart is so full. My heart is so full. Yes, I would love to. And then as it gets closer and closer, it's like, oh, my goodness, Lord, help me. But, <laughs> but I will tell you, my heart is full. I'm so excited. And, and for Mother's Day to happen right in the Kingdom series, for any of you who know me, that is the heart cry of, of my, or that is the cry of my heart, is just for people to understand the kingdom of God. Because when you understand the kingdom, when you find it, it's like even deeper than meeting Jesus as your savior. Understanding the kingdom of God and all its benefits of living under the covering of the king and realizing who we are in Christ, the authority that we have, and all of the blessings that we have from our awesome Father God, life really begins to get exciting because you begin to get on the offense instead of the defense all the time. And you begin to understand why things aren't so good and you understand the kingdom of God and how to get them into order and watch God do miracles in your life, in your family, and then through your family. That's when it gets the most fun. So I wanna start off with the word of God so my, I'm going to be talking about kingdom hearts. Hearts are my favorite part because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And so I just want to say we all need God to come and do a work within our hearts because we can't fake it. You can only fake it for so long and then it comes flopping out of your heart through your mouth. And so my passion of my life is to tend my heart, to command my heart and tell my heart where we're going. And it has nothing to do with my circumstances. It has everything to do with the word of God. Amen? Okay, so we're going to start off by laying some foundational work, and then I'm going to share some prophetic things that the Holy Spirit's been showing me that has just made this year so exciting to me. We're going to go to Romans, Romans 7. It says, the day is, oops, hold on, it's not the one. Oh, you know what? Do I have? this here. I added, okay, in Romans 7, I did not give you Romans 7. Please forgive me. Okay, so in Romans 7, <laughs> I added and changed some verses, but in Romans 7, it talks about the struggle that we have with sin and that Jesus is the one that the truth will set us free, that we, freedom is in Jesus Christ. He with the Holy, with the Holy Spirit in me, there's freedom. So at the end of last year, I was, I, I saw, I, I really felt like the Holy Spirit said, Marion, I'm getting ready to set the church free. I am getting ready to deliver the church. That was the wording. I'm getting ready to deliver the church. And when I heard that word from the Lord, to me, that word deliverance is a scary word to a lot of people. It's kind of dark and scary and demons and blah. And it's like, no, 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 no. I don't want to do that, but I, it was so neat because I felt like the Holy Spirit gave me a kingdom mindset of that word. And I saw that word, I saw him take it and put it in like a trough of water. It was like a 
dark wood, old, just the word deliverance. And he put it in a trough of water and all of a sudden it started bubbling. And what, when he took it out, it was like a gold bar and it said the word freedom on it. And I felt like the Lord said, Marion, to everything that is not of my kingdom, which would be everything, there's only two, there's, there's light and dark. There's no neutral ground, guys. There's not a gray zone. It's either black is black or it's pure white. It's beautiful. And he said, anything that is not of my kingdom, Marion, when you wash it with the water of the word, it's water, it's pure water, but to the demonic, to the things of the kingdom of darkness, it's like acid. It will destroy it. And so as I was looking at that, and then he began to speak to me, he said, Marion, in my presence, every dark thing must flee. And I began to get excited that God was going to touch his church. And as I talked today, so, and then the next thing that he told me, he said, I was listening to a podcast and Chuck Pierce said this word that shook me to my core. He said, I teach every one of my children that someday you will find the path. And when he said that, he said, I don't expect my children to do everything perfect. And the scripture that came to me in Romans 8 where it says there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus began to rock me in the depths of my heart. I feel like we've got a good thing going on here at Living Stones and there is a lot of freedom and there is a lot of vulnerability. There is a lot of great things going on where we can get healed, but church, there's more. There's more. Yes, there's more. And as he was speaking this to me, it's like I, I, I saw the sanctuary and I saw Jesus at that back door. There were no other doors, but, and I saw people just walking around in the sanctuary, and Jesus was standing there so lovingly watching everybody. Some people were going the opposite direction from Jesus, from the door, but people were walking all over, and I felt like as soon as they caught his gaze, they started walking to the door. And it was just like the, the narrow way, the narrow door. And the Holy Spirit says, Marion, okay, and this is a word for mamas and probably daddies. He said, don't put your kids on a tightrope and expect them never to fall off. Oh, my word. It gave me so much excitement, like Jesus wasn't mad looking at all these people walking around that they weren't running after him. He knew all that there were so many things going on in their lives. And I just saw the loving eyes of the father through Jesus that he's, he was just, once you caught his gaze, everybody started walking that straight line. It wasn't like a straight line here. Like you could be over here, you could be there. But when you caught it, you started walking towards Jesus. And I felt like there, that's freedom. The truth will set you free. And so today, my heart, I've got a few nuggets here that I, those are the things that my, that I want 
I'm just asking Holy Spirit that the truth bombs of heaven will come, that you will hear exactly what you need to hear to bring freedom in your heart, in your personal heart, in your personal walk with Jesus, that you will get healed from the well-meaning people or parents that put you on a tightrope because of love, because they believe that this is the right way. I don't want you, I don't want my kids going off-roading because things could happen. But I, in my heart, it was just like something shifted in the kingdom, going back to the word of God, that my children, when I train them up in the way they should go, they're not going to depart from it. That doesn't mean they're never going to have times where they might be <laughs> going a direction other than right to the door. I'm telling you, there was so much excitement and freedom in my heart because I have seen that walked out. So I, I feel like just for mother's hearts to be encouraged, God's got it. God's got your kids in spite of us. <laughs> Our kids can find Jesus and, and love Jesus and walk in his ways. So I am so excited what God wants to do in our hearts to bring freedom. Number one, that the truth will set you free. When we have areas where we're not free, we need some truth. And sometimes the truth is something's messed up in my heart, but there's no condemnation. There's no condemnation. God wants us to deal with the issue, the sin. It is important. It's not that it's not important, but there's no condemnation. And the Father is wanting you to catch his gaze, and he is going to walk you through this. Moms, he's wanting you to trust him with all your heart. Quit trying to figure out how to fix it. Acknowledge him in all your ways, and he will direct your path. He will show you how to love those kids. He will show you how to put them in the path of the divine. We can't make our kids love Jesus, but we can put them in the path of the divine through our lives. So the Holy Spirit gave me three points that I feel like are really, it's really important for us, for our hearts to get in this kingdom place. Number one, as moms, but also as the church. We want to be a kingdom church. We want the Lord to flow through us. The kingdom, so how many of you came here during COVID? And I kept hearing people say, this is the only place I feel kind of normal. This is really awesome. We love being here. You know why you love being, love being here? Because you felt the kingdom of God. That's kingdom. And we can take the kingdom wherever we go. And I feel like these three points that I'm going to share are going to help center our hearts in a right place, not just as living stones, but God wants us to take these truths outside the doors into the relationships that we have. It, so let me, let me start here. The, the first one that he told me, he said, covenant hearts, Marion. We all need to have a covenant heart. In Jeremiah 31, 
It says, the day is coming, says the Lord, well, I will make a new covenant with the people of Israel and Judah. This covenant will not be like the one I made with their ancestors when they took me by the hand and brought, or when I took them by the hand and brought them out of Egypt. They broke that covenant, though I loved them as a husband loves his wife. Covenant. He's giving us a visual, a visual, but I loved them as a husband should love a wife. But this is a new covenant that I will make with the people of Israel. After those days, I will put my instructions deep within them and I will write them on their hearts. I will be their gods and they will be my people. Covenant. God is a covenant God. And he, I, the Lord gave me this, this when we were getting ready to head down to a church where they were um, passing the mantle from a father to a son, which we had done, what, 10 years, 10, 15 years prior with Ron's father, thinking, oh, this is going to be no problem. It's a father to a son. We're not going to have any bumps in the road. Well, we were headed down there to minister and to love and to encourage their leadership. And Ron told me the day, a day or two before, hey, babe, I just want to let you know you're going to be speaking to the ladies. <laughs> and I, it was like a day or two before. And I thought, okay, I'm not going to get mad. I'm not going to get mad. How long has he known this? I'm not like him. I need long, long time to prepare. I can't believe he did this to me again. <laughs> but I told my heart. Marion, we're not going to be offended. We're not going to be, it is what it is. I love that phrase. It is what it is. Now, what are you going to do with it? And so I did not get offended. Well, only for a few seconds. <laughs> then I told my heart, okay, girls, or hey, girls, hey, girl, we're getting ready to go down here. And the Lord is giving you an opportunity to be his mouthpiece. And so when I got my heart into a kingdom place, he gave this to me on the plane going down there. I wrote these three things down so fast, color-coordinated with scriptures and everything. I, Ron's always like, you got to have three things. Because I, for those of you who know me, I'm kind of a <laughs> three tethered points to bring you back in. But as I shared this with, with the people or the women down there, I knew that this was for them, but this is for the body of Christ. So for those who have ears, let us hear. Covenant hearts. As I was chewing on this, Holy Spirit said, Marion, you must establish covenant hearts. You will not make it through this next season without established, established covenant hearts. And what he meant by that was, church, we are the church. It, there, and there are people, maybe you've come here from another church, but the people that you came here from, they're going to be in heaven someday. We're just living in different houses, and we might do things a little differently, but we're all one family. But when we stop and think about it, are there people a part of our family that we don't really want to see right now? We don't want to associate with them. 
And I felt like the Holy Spirit has really been messing with my heart in that area. He's like, Marion, I'm coming back for a pure and spotless bride. And so I'd really like you to examine your heart and let me take you to places so that we can establish your heart in truth, establish your heart in the kingdom, so we can get your heart healed and free and in a right place so that you can carry my kingdom properly in the body of Christ. God is a covenant God. He says here that he loved, the, he loved Israel as a husband loved a wife. That's covenant. And I believe that God is wanting to mess with us because he loves us. And the truth will set you free. The truth is you've been hurt and betrayed and wronged by some people. And the truth is maybe some of us have been the betrayer and the one that has hurt. And we might not have even meant to do it, but there's hurt, there's things. God is wanting to go into those areas of our heart and bring healing into our heart. Establishes to set firm, to make it permanent, and to show that it is true. We are the ones where the world is gonna see if the gospel is really true. So this covenant heart, it's gotta start with our relationship with Jesus Christ, our relationship with our spouse, with our children, and with the body of Christ. I'm telling you, think about it. If the church would get if I would get my heart, if we would get our heart in a right place, we could take over the world now. But the enemy has come in to bring division, more than one vision. There's one God, there's one answer, and there's one truth that he wants to establish. So he wants to bring us back to that place where we can be in unity with his heart and we can love others. <clears throat> the covenant heart produces a unified heart. This is the second point. And I, this was so wow. I need, uh, um, can I get Mary and um, Susie? Yes. Okay, I'm going to, this was the in, most incredible visual aid to me. And he, at this church, I had the pastor's wife and the young younger woman that was going to be the pastor's wife come up side by side. And I, I just felt like the Holy Spirit was saying, it's not time for just holding hands, girlfriend time. David, would you hold this? Frank, you can come up here. He said, the covenant heart is going to produce, we'll link up. We're going to have be linked up in a very powerful way. And then I heard the Holy Spirit, hang on girls. He said, and I just, I didn't even tell, I didn't tell them. I let you guys know. I did not tell them. And I just dropped. But they held me. And they were both smaller than me. And I felt like the Holy Spirit was saying, when we have covenant hearts, these are two dear covenant, man, two dear covenant women in my life that I don't know if I could stand up all the time without their prayer support, their love, their encouragement. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So I love you. Thank you for the covenant relationship that we have. <laughs> for holding me up and I want to hold you up. But that's what a covenant heart produces. Because there's sometimes I'm going to need them. And there are times they're going to need me. But if our hearts are in a good place. And sometimes we have to fight for that. Because sometimes our heart gets offended. Our heart gets hurt. Our heart gets misunderstood. But 
are we going to love each other like Jesus, like a husband should love a wife? And that might be a sensitive, a sensitive issue right there too. But there is a God that wants to come in with his covenant heart and bring miracles. He wants to deliver the church and bring freedom. And a lot of it's going to be by the washing of the word. Have you been in your word? Have you opened up your word? You can even say, hey, Siri, I need a scripture on marriage today. Hey, Siri, I need a scripture about offenses. She will give you. I got a lot of my notes from Siri. She helped me out. What the enemy meant for harm, man, we can use it for the glory of God. We're going to redeem all this stuff. You meet somebody at the grocery. Hey, Siri, give me the Romans road. I don't know how to do this. Hey, Siri, you know what I'm saying? But the unified heart, so the covenant heart, God, you can't have a covenant heart unless you have given your life to God because of Jesus. That's where that covenant heart is established. Jesus, I know I'm a sinner. I need you. I thank you that you died on the cross for my sins. Take all of me every day, 24 seven. I want you, I wanna make covenant with you, God. Everything I have, which is a bunch of nothing, I give to you and you give me everything you are. How awesome is that? So that covenant heart, if your heart is not established in your covenant with God, nothing else is going to fall into place. Then that unified heart, and the last part that I want to say in the last couple of minutes is the covenant heart, it, um, what's the word, produces, it yields, it, produce means to grow, to yield, to it produces, covenant heart produces the ability to be united, and the united heart allows us to be vulnerable. So he's saying, I want to establish my covenant heart so that you can be unified. You need each other. I set it up this way, church, for you to need each other. You will not get free without the body of Christ. It says, confess your faults one to another so that you may be saved. You may be healed. You may be restored. We need each other. We need people to feel our pain with us. We need to hear the word of their testimony. We need to be loved to life by the imperfect body of Christ. The ones that have hurt us are going to be the ones that heal us. Yes, it's hard. But with the word, go back to the promises, go back to the word, covenant heart. I'm in this till death do us part, God, and I will love your bride no matter how many times they hurt me, no matter how many times they fail me, because these are the ones you picked. So I'm going to love them. And I'm going to allow them to love me. And I'm going to link arms with them. And I don't want to look over like, oh, I don't want to hold your hand. I want to deal with every issue of my heart that's in that place. There's healing. There's deliverance. The word deliverance means rescued and set free. How many of us need to be rescued and set free in some places? And you know what? When we've been rescued, then we can become a rescuer. For those who have been forgiven much, love much. I think we as a church need to continue to open up our hearts. So be covenant, 
unified and vulnerable. In it says, we all fall short of the glory. Romans 3, 23. We all fall short. We all fall short. Pastor says, we're all messed up. Relax. Relax. We're all messed up. It gives you permission to let the truth set you free. We all have issues that we're going to have to deal with until we get to heaven. I don't want to live in sloppy grace. I want to be perfect even as Jesus was. I want perfection. When I catch his gaze, I want to walk that line. But I am not, I am on, if it's that tightrope and I, it's not if I fall off. Who can walk their life on a tightrope? Take the tightrope off of your kids and trust the Lord with all your heart. That's freedom. Tell your kids, I know someday you're going to find the path because I'm praying for you. I'm believing God is enough. I am not going to be afraid. I am not going to parent you in a controlling, fearful way. I am going to trust the Lord with all my heart and not lean on my own understanding. In all my ways, I'm going to acknowledge him. And he is going to direct my path on how to love you, how to parent you, how to discipline, how to bring course correction in your life. That's called freedom. Who wants freedom in raising their kids? I mean, I, I want to have a, I want to have, be able to share more testimonies. I did a, I did a Mother's Day message 18 years ago because my youngest son is 19. And he said, set the pillars, Marion. And I brought each one of my eight children and I set them in the front. And he said, and each one as I brought them up, I said, set the pillars, mother, set the pillars. And Andrew had to carry Jonathan because he couldn't even walk yet. Andrew was a pillar in our house. If you think about that, I look at what God has done in every pillar of my children's life. And some of the road has been a little scary. And a lot of it has not been perfect. But God. (laughs) I was worshiping this morning these kingdom songs. I was like, God, you're so good. You are so good. It does work. When one of my kids struggled and I began to think, it didn't work, God. How can I ever help anybody else? You let me down. I was supposed to train them up in the way they should go and then they wouldn't depart. But I didn't understand the truth. And I went to the word and God rescued me with his promises. He rescued me and he taught me how to go to him when I was terrified. To go to him when I was unsure. To go to him in every circumstance. I went to the word of God. I was vulnerable with other people and I let them know I'm struggling. Will you pray with me? Will you encourage me? I need to hear the word of your testimony. Testimony. How did you walk through this? And in this season of being a gray hair, if you need to hear my testimony, uh, we've got some crazy stuff that's gone on in our family. I would have never expected it to happen in my family, but it is what it is, baby. Now, what are we going to do with it? And we have watched God rescue and restore and deliver every one of our children. They all love Jesus and each other. <laughs> so I just want to tell you, God. 
God is faithful. He is wanting to establish your covenant heart. He's not saying you establish it. You can't do that. He wants you to say, I'm here, God, establish me. Do a miracle. Unearth everything that's messing with my heart where I can't trust you because you let me down or it looks like you're not good all the time. Well, I'm telling you, God is good all the time and he can be nothing but good. So if it's not good, he's not done. He's not done. And I know that you're going to need people linked up to hold you while you believe God, while you say, as the man did in the Bible, help or can you do this? If you will, and, the, and Jesus said, if I will, if I can, what are you talking about? Yes, all things are possible for those who believe. And I want to say that to you, all things are possible to those who determine to believe in their heart. And then the man said, and I give you my unbelief. Take my unbelief. I might have a little bit of belief. I have this word like I want it to be true, but I got a lot of unbelief. I've got a lot of hurt, a lot of pain, but I'm giving it to you. Vulnerability. Let people in. Quit letting, keep letting the enemy have that noose around you and that tormenting with the lies. Take the word of God. Get together with someone here that might be a step ahead of you and ask them how they did it, how they walked through their tough marriage. Go to marriage class. Get encouraged. Be vulnerable. If you have a great marriage, go to marriage class and be an encourager with those who are struggling. If you're struggling, go to CR. Let somebody into your life. If you're having codependent issues or addictions and you don't want anybody to know, well, then you're just going to stay there. Get where you need to go. Be vulnerable. You will be loved in this place. You will be loved. You will be healed. God said he is going to set or deliver the church. He will set you free. He will rescue you. And the coolest thing in the world is when you get to go out and be a rescuer. The word of your testimony. That's what this world needs is the word of our testimony. So I'm going to end here. Romans 15, 13. I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace. That sounds like kingdom to me. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. My prayer is he fills you completely because you choose to trust in him and give him all your unbelief. Then then you will overflow. This is a promise. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. Have fun, church. Let's do this. Let's let God establish his covenant hearts. Let us get connected in a life group. Ask God to help you. Ask him to send people your way. But listen and obey and then be vulnerable. And let's get healed and alive and spotless and wrinkle-free in Jesus' name. Happy Mother's Day.